Hello everyone and welcome to Brick by Brick. This is a podcast that focuses on the intersection between faith, leadership, and psychology. I'm Dr. Terrence Booker and I'm going to be your host. Super excited to share with you today. So everyone, get comfortable, relax, grab you a notebook. Let's get ready to learn and grow. I'm currently going through this study slash training by the Bible Project that's breaking down the biblical pattern of exile. It discusses how exile is a part of the entire biblical story and how God provides a way for humanity out of exile. I thought it would be interesting for us to insert this here in the season and just to talk about how the identity as exile shapes the Christian worldview. As Christians in America, we can easily find ourselves unsure of how to interact with culture around us. It's easy for us to feel as if we can only have two choices. Choice one is retreat from culture. So completely absent from it, not to be a part of any culture. Or on the other end of that is to assimilate to the culture. For many of us who grew up in the Christian household, there was a tendency for us to lean toward that first option. So completely shutting out the world around us. And it was for the, the, the reason of protecting, quote, our purity of the community. But this leads to Christians that never engage with society at all. And you have to engage with the world if you're really going to love and reach the world. On the flip side of that, for newer Christians who didn't grow up in a Christian family, there can be a tendency to actually be and look just like the people in the culture of the world. Under this, there is a facade of witnessing, quote, to friends. And then new Christians, their life might not look really different or anything outside of the current cultural norms. So they offer nothing of gospel value to those around them. But there's another way to look about this, and it's not simply binary yes or no. Instead, it's a way that we can interact with the culture and take on the concept of being an exile. So if we look in the biblical context, an exile is someone who's forced out of their home country and is now living somewhere else. The Bible refers to Christians, actually, as exiles in the world. So Christians are, quote, citizens of heaven or the kingdom of God. And the Bible tells us that we are to live as exiles in the current state. But we also see the nation of Israel as exiles throughout the Old Testament. So let's take a deeper look to get more insight into what it was in the Bible Old Testament. If you look in the Old Testament, the world in the Bible, you'll find pretty much that the primary use of the term was for the people of Israel for the specific time that they were exiled out of their home into the nation of Babylon for 70 years. This happened around the 597 BCE mark, and this was a result of a conquest of Jerusalem by King Nebuchadnezzar II. So this exile story becomes a template for all the other exile stories in the Bible. And as we look at this, we see that Israel was one exile for their from their culture. And then two, it was a literal exile. So they were actually removed from their home. And then from this point, we can read backwards to see the story of humanity and how humanity was actually metaphorically exiled from their home. So going back to Genesis, the pages of the Bible, you hear the story of Adam and Eve, and they were actually exiled away from God when they were banished from the Garden of Eden. And this is a representation of all humanity. So their home is with God and where they could walk with him and enjoy him in full fellowship. 
They were actually exiled because they failed to listen to God and trust him, his way of life and living. So he removed them from the garden. Because of Adam and Eve, we are living in exile away from God, even if we don't realize it. So our true home is actually living with God in his immediate presence. We will call this spiritual exile because it's a form of exile that we all share as humanity. Now, the story of the Bible can be summarized as God's work to restore heaven back to earth, to bring humanity out of spiritual exile. God then uses many stories of cultural exile to remind us of our spiritual exile, like the Israelites in Babylon or as slaves in Egypt and many other stories. Now, if you fast forward to the New Testament, about 800 years after the exile of the Israelites, Peter actually writes a letter to the Christians. In his introduction, he calls out to them that they are exiles. They were probably really confused because most of them had lived in the same place their whole entire life. Peter closes this book by saying, she who is at Babylon sends you greetings. And yet Babylon has not existed as an empire for hundreds and hundreds of years. You can find that as in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 13. So what is Peter doing here? He's talking about an Old Testament theme of exiles living in Babylon and applying it to the everyday Christian life. So we were rescued from spiritual exile by Jesus. But when this happened, we became cultural exiles on the earth. So we are to live as exiles. So our citizenship is with heaven or the kingdom of God. And until Christ returns, we continue as cultural exiles living on earth. We're living as a part of a future kingdom, even though it hasn't come yet. And in this way, we live as time exiles. So our true home is in a future time period when Jesus returns. But we're stuck in the time period right now before he returns. This is something that you may have heard of referred to as the already slash not yet of Christianity. We'll live as though Christ has already returned, even though he hasn't returned yet. This mentality should inform our decisions we make while we await for the return from exile, which will only be fully happening when Jesus returns to earth. So fast forwarding to here and now, living as an exile. How do we do this? How do we live as cultural exiles? Do we take the stance of fighting against culture or do we become like everyone else in culture? I think a good piece of text to pull from is actually in the Old Testament. It comes from the book of Jeremiah. So God wrote a letter to the exiles of Israel at that time. And this is what was happening to them and how they should live their lives while in Babylon. So I'll read that to you now. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all exiles whom I've sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find welfare. This comes from Jeremiah 29 verses 4 through 7. So as you zoom into this story, God tells his people in exile that they should not retreat away from Babylon or become like the people in Babylon, but instead they should seek the welfare of the city. They are to maintain their identity as God's people, but also set up lives in Babylon and interact with the culture for the good of those they are around. 
God actually ties Israel's welfare to the welfare of Babylon. So God rejects the binary, either retreating away from Babylon or assimilating to the culture. Instead, he instructs Israel to bless the culture. So they maintain a unique identity as God's people while blessing the world around them. So thinking about that today in our context as Christians, when we go into the world, we're not saying that we should avoid culture completely and just live in our own segmented pockets, but we should live as God's people right here and right now and live in the kingdom ways. Show them how to love, show them how we care, how we give, how we support. And in that way, we're really going to show them what it's like to live in the kingdom of God and maybe even open their eyes to do so as well. This has been Brick by Brick, a podcast at the intersection of faith, leadership, and psychology. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us in your voice messages. Want to know what's really resonating with you as you're processing through the content. If you like, please do like and subscribe. Also, think of a few people that you would like to share with so they can gain this value as well. I look forward to continuing to learn and grow together. Till next time, see you again soon.